Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined as usual by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. How you doing, guys? Doing well. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, man. That's good. That's good to hear. For those of you that are new listeners to the Off the Monorails podcast, we are essentially, a short way of putting it, a Disney podcast for adults. Uh, we cover Disney inside and out, uh, fun things to do, and uh, gear all that towards the adults going to Disney because it's not just for kids and we can have fun too. So absolutely, welcome to the show. Glad you uh, took some time to, to join us. Um, on today's episode, we're going to dive into some very exciting stuff. Um, we're, we're straight off the heels of a very busy weekend that was uh, out in California. They held the D23 Expo. And announcement after announcement after announcement was made. Absolutely. And uh, there's a lot to unpack. A lot of uh, a lot of fan favorites. A lot of uh, mysterious uh, thoughts and ideas were shared. So, yeah. Uh, very, very yeah. interesting. And a yeah, lot of new stuff that Disney usually won't share, but they do. Mm-hmm. And we got some more confirmations around things that they had previously shared. Uh, so... Uh, we'll dive into that in just a second. Uh, before we do, uh, we'd like to tell you to go visit our website, offthemonorails.com. Uh, there, of course, you're going to have all of our episodes on demand, but you can also take a look at our blog. We've got some different entries there for your reading pleasure, uh, little tips and tricks for going to Walt Disney World, and um, some dining reviews. We've got uh, some t- just different things of topics and Uh, have video and photos to go along with it. So if uh, you want to have that type of medium there, uh, it's there for your pleasure. You can also uh, go uh, to our shop. Uh, We've got some OTM swag, if you will, Uh, some things to just, for one, support the show, but also to sport on your next trip to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or to the grocery store. Uh, It's just some good good quality stuff there. Uh, We've even got a couple designs that you could say are probably timely for the Halloween season. Yeah, they definitely pass the fit check for, for this time of year. So go check those out. Uh, we've got some, um, uh, like our Halloween designs uh, to mention. Uh, we've got uh, an homage to the Silly Symphonies with the Dancing Skeletons. And then we've also got a little bit of a, a toy collection of Sid's toy creations. So go check that out and um, pick one up for, uh, for your next trip to Walt Disney World for this Halloween season. So uh, let's go ahead and dive into this topic, guys. Uh, We've got plenty to discuss. I don't want to waste any more time. So going into Friday's announcements, uh, it was built around Walt Disney Studios, Walt Disney Animation and Pixar. So we found a lot of things, found out about uh, a lot of movies um, or series that uh, were that were going to be happening, whether they were going to be Disney Plus releases or uh, theatrical releases. Uh, so we got to find out about a few different um, movies, Disney Plus movies, for example. Uh, we are getting Disenchanted. So yeah. um, another a, fa- a fan favorite from years ago, Enchanted, uh, is coming back um, this November. It'll premiere on Disney Plus. Uh, Peter Pan and Wendy coming next year. Looking forward to this one. Yeah, Peter Pan tale, live action. Um, one that I'm looking forward to, The Haunted Mansion. Yes, um, yes. It looks pretty like a pretty cool concept. So uh, I think Jared Leto is going to play 
in this as well. Jamie so, Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be Madame Leota. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish so, is going to be in it. Perfect. Danny DeVito. Yeah, it's going to be some heavy hitters. It should be. It should be. Yeah, it should be a really good one. So can't wait to can't wait for that. And then um, going looking in 2024, we've got Mufasa, uh, a live action prequel to The Lion King. Uh, so show a little bit of origin story for Mufasa and then uh, Snow White. We found out. Yeah. Live action Snow White. Yeah. I'm really interested to see how they pull that one off. It's going to be uh, it's going to be pretty cool. I, Gal Gadot is playing the uh, evil queen in that. So, oh, man, should be pretty good there. So one that took me by surprise was the um, the new National Treasure movie that's coming out uh, December 14th on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's going to. Yeah, it's gonna be a series. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get to that in a second. Yeah, but um, yeah, national national treasure, edge of history, new series that premieres this December actually. So I'm looking forward to that. And they've actually got some of the uh, original cast from the movies mm-hmm. uh, going to be in the show as well. So I love National Treasure. I I would love to see Nick Cage back for it, but uh, mm-hmm. maybe maybe they'll surprise us down the road. We'll see. One of uh one of Pixar's uh, offerings. I'm very interested to see how it plays out but elemental has really caught yeah. my attention elemental was one that they had previously announced um at an event pre- previously but uh, we didn't really know too too much about it it was more just concept type of art mm-hmm. and things like that uh but we actually got a date uh june of next year um that it's going to be released in theaters and then just another from pixar they announced a few different things but one that was very excited to hear Inside Out 2. Yes. Coming in 2024. So Amy Poehler made an appearance and uh of course she's the voice of joy and um but yeah, it's just really really cool to to see that that franchise is going to get another film um and much much deservedly so. So Yeah, I'm curious uh, how that uh film gets taken too. Like where, yeah. where are they going to go next? Well, I think she's going to her almost her college years i think is where it follows her um so we'll see we'll see how that goes um and then one for disney animation studios was a a brand new original concept and it's called wish and it's the origin of the wishing star Mm -hmm. which i found to be a very interesting type of concept so um we'll see how we'll see how that one goes but I, I would ne- you would never think that oh there's going to be a story behind the star that you wish on you know right? yeah mm-hmm. and that's a, that's slated to come out I think November of next year so there's going to be some yeah build up for yeah tentatively tw- yeah 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 but um let's go into um uh, some highlights from the next day with the Disney branded uh, television highlights um all a bunch of Disney Plus announcements you you know Ryan mentioned National Treasure series um. In this November, we're actually getting a premiere of the Santa Clauses, mm-hmm. which is a new series. Nice. Tim Allen's back, plays Santa, um, and then we're also getting uh, some other series that I uh, that I took note of. Percy Jackson and the Olympians is coming back as a series, mm-hmm. uh, which is a really cool movie, um, and so I'm glad they're bringing it back, especially with today's technology and, st- and special effects. I think they could do some really cool things with that, and then um, the Muppets Mayhem. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're coming. This uh, is following the Electric Mayhem band, uh, so it's going to be a series following them and trying to pursue their uh, their neck, their recording, their studio album, and uh, we'll see how. I hope it, I hope it does well because I'd really like for the much Muppets franchise to 
yeah, make the, a strong comeback. The Muppets needed something. Yeah, so they've tried a few different things over the years with the Muppets, and I'm just hoping that this one sticks. And it's, it seems like a good concept. So yeah, also seen that uh, season 33 of The Simpsons will begin streaming October 5th. Yeah, it's another big one. Amazing, <sighs> amazing. Just another one. It's just so that shows is never going to end. It just Continuity. keeps on going. It's the Tom Brady yep. of TV shows. It really is, man. It just keeps <laughs> year after wrong. year. Well, yep. let's not let's not overlook it. Star Wars got some love for the TV series as well. Young Jedi Adventures was announced, and uh, as a mm-hmm. Star Wars junkie, I'm kind of looking forward to that and seeing some uh, new characters and new stories and see how yeah. they tie into the existing uh canon yeah um we've got andor that's about to be released mm-hmm. you've got um the new um you've got the mandalorian season three oh, that'll be coming so we got to see a trailer for a little sneak and it looks awesome teaser. yeah it, it, it's just i love that i, I love the mandalorian in, in general it's just it's like a star wars Great western story. yeah and i just i just you know i dig it so much but um yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, uh, Pixar, they, they really lo- rolled out a lot of new stuff from what I'm seeing. I mean, you got, uh, there's original series that are coming out. There's, you know, new original films coming. Yeah. You've got uh, yeah, Winter Lose doing, and Elio. Uh, like, there's just yeah, one thing yeah. after another. Like, they really had a, they had a repertoire built up for this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, Pixar's trying something different with that Winter Lose, which is going to be like a long form mm-hmm. series. So they've never done a long form series. They've done like some shorts and things like that, mm-hmm. but nothing, nothing to that uh, degree. So interested to see how that studio does. I think it needs a little bit of, you know, something behind it. You know, like Lightyear didn't do too well in the box office. I loved Lightyear. I thought it Lightyear was, really- was good. I thought it was a really good movie, um, but it just didn't perform well in the box office for whatever reason. So I think Pixar is trying to, you know, supplement some um, recent. I'm not going to call it flops by any means. They're not flops, yeah, but I wouldn't call it flops. I think there's they're trying to supplement and with new ideas and new ways to for that studio um, to to offer. So yeah, they're just trying to I'm expand to their portfolio. They really, they're trying yeah. different things. I mean, they've been doing movies now for you know right at 20 years, so. It's yeah, time, yeah, years, it's yeah. time for something to you know, just kind of spread spread their wings a little bit. Yeah, and they got the platform now too. Absolutely, so. especially with streaming. One thing that we overlooked that I want to bring up is, uh, in addition to Disney Plus uh, for the TV series, Zootopia Plus is coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, I saw and that. Honestly, that's going to do really well as a TV series. I think following their day-to-day lives throughout all the biomes. I, I think that's going to be really, really neat. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to do, I wonder how they're going to present that. Like, yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's going to be like the office. Right. You know, like, could it be presented that way? Like in it a docu-series could. type of mocky-series? I could see that a little bit. I think it'd be kind of cool. They also did that. They tried doing that. Remember they tried, speaking of the Muppets, they tried doing that with the Muppets mm-hmm. back in, you know, a few years ago now. Um, and it just didn't it just didn't catch on with it. but yeah i think zootopia and we'll um we'll have more on zootopia in a little bit but um i think i mean it's a good franchise i'm glad to see that it's getting more attention mm-hmm. um because i think i think it just it does have a lot to offer it does have so many characters right it has mm-hmm. so many different storylines that it can go mm-hmm. and there's a um, lot of storytelling available at their fingertips there yeah 
what yeah. and like when once we get to some of our other announcements that kind of include Zootopia itself, I kind of feel like there's a buildup of fanfare. Like there might be something new coming for mm-hmm. Zootopia down the pipeline, just because of all the new exposure mm-hmm. that it's getting all of a sudden. Where there's smoke, there's fire, yeah. boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were actually talking about um, my wife and I were talking about Zootopia and just the announcements behind it and and some of the you know maybe not understanding quite like the fanfare the fuss about Zootopia like you don't think of it as this like big film like people have a lot of the attention and they've made it you know um, an intellectual property that they feature overseas at some other parks Mm -hmm. you know and and they put it they they've developed it as part of the the theming at the parks there, but never here in the States, you've never gotten the exposure. You may see the characters on a very special occasion at magic kingdom, maybe, um, or, and you might see some of the plushies every now and then, but you don't see the rep that movie represented a a whole lot at all. Yeah. It's not necessarily a staple. Like it, I mean, it was a good movie, but it just didn't like, it doesn't seem like one that was such a, just a blockbuster hit. I just think it's one of those movies that people will keep coming back to and just eventually circle around back to it and yeah, pick up and I, new, new things. Well, and like you mentioned, Justin, it, it has the opportunity for storylines to be approached. Right. And, and so they can develop those. And I think they have room to either a develop it with the series um, mm. continuing and maybe even then you spin that into a sequel movie. So depending, depending on the success or not. Yeah. So like, you know, day one was pretty much like mainly focused around Pixar and, you know, the kind of the animation studio side, but day two kind of, kind of shifted gears. You know, they, they started uh, opening up some of the Marvel stuff that's coming out and uh, there's some, there's a big, big portfolio of of things rolling out from the marvel side of things well let's go ahead and dive into it then yeah one of the first ones that really um caught my eye was um the next indiana jones film that harrison ford actually yes uh, was in the the new footage for some of the teasers Um, he's he's yeah he he appeared live mm -hmm. um and spoke to the audience and he actually i don't know if you saw the clip of it um but he was actually brought to tears by just like him explaining like how much the film mm-hmm. meant to him and to be able to do it. And that, you know, he thinks that it showcased it very well. And this is going to be the closing chapter of Indiana Jones yeah. story. He confirmed, yeah. but it was crazy. He's like, man, Harrison Ford's up there on stage talking to this audience. And he's starting to cry. Yeah. And like, he's I'm, the hardest I'm guy ever. Watching. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. You make Harrison exactly, Ford cry. Man. You did something. Yeah. So I, I'm very, I love Indiana Jones. Um, I love that series. Uh, I remember watching it as a kid, you know, and just be like, oh, man, Raiders of the Lost Ark is insane, right? Like, it's insane. And then, yeah. So I'm very, very, very looking forward to to that and seeing how that how that develops. But, yeah, let's let's go to the go to the Marvel, because, of course, they've always got tons to offer. Yeah. I mean, let's start off with Wakanda Forever and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, there's teasers for yeah. the Marvels, Captain America, New World Order, uh, Fantastic Four, yeah. you name Loki it. Loki season yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Fantastic Four finally getting mm-hmm. a, um, finally, they got a director for it and we've got some of the cast. We know about a few members of the cast, but we've got, 
um, you know, the rumor is, is that Henry Cavill is going to be Dr. Doom. Oh, I dig it. So, which is going to be pretty interesting because here we are snagging Superman from the DC universe and plugging him into the Marvel universe. Funny how that works. Conflict of interest. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Well, let's, we'll see. We'll see. Shame on, uh, shame on WB and DC for not, uh, yeah, for, securing that. Yeah, all the perpetuity for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm very interested to see that. Um, how that how that one goes uh yeah wakanda forever and just it just got you got more teasers from it um and you know just more they did uh you know they had uh another kind of appreciation for chadwick boseman uh, there at the mm-hmm. event on stage and it's just this film's gonna mean a lot to a lot of people and i can't i for one can't wait to to just take it in because i think it's going to be a super moving film i mean when they dropped that trailer the first trailer that they did for it um maybe a month or two ago i mean it caught you all in the feels you know what i mean like just the music and just the and when you had bob marley going through oh, it, yeah. it was just mm-hmm. it was just so moving i was just like i can't wait for this film it's going to be i think it's going to be probably one of the you know most incredible films of you know most recent in recent years it's outside of time to be a, a Disney plus movie. subscriber that's all i gotta it's say just, yeah yeah it's just gonna be it's gonna be insane so um yeah but uh quantum manium is it's gonna be ne- next to man um and so just see how all this plays out and interweaves and connects to this to this new phase that we're that we're traveling through you know with the with the mcu so it's going to be pretty awesome to go for a ride on this. <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp, man. I've, I've always thought they were so underrated and so underappreciated. It's so nice to see them getting some more love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm also kind of uh, curious how the Daredevil uh, Born Again series is going to go. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to oh, tune into that. Did you Did you guys watch the Netflix version of Daredevil? I heard I it wasn't not. well received. So go. I don't know if it's still there or not. I have to check to see how the licensing worked between Marvel and Netflix and when Disney took it over and things like that. But um, the first season is one of the best seasons of any show. Mm. It could have, it could have been its own like two or three part movie of daredevil. And it would be, if it was done as a movie, It'd be like one of the top MCU movies. Wow! See, like I have seen people on Twitter complaining about it. No, it, it is insanely good. It was so so good. Charlie Cox plays the character very well, um, and he's the one. He's actually the same actor coming to uh, to to play it um, on the Disney Beautiful. Plus series. Um, but it was just it was really really well done. Um, and so the first season follows the king uh, kingpin and. Um, it just, it's super, super good, super well done. So I pray that it's somewhere close to what it, that first season was the next season following that on Netflix, they were, they were a little lackluster. Um, they did fall off a little bit, but that first season, if they can capture some of that, then they've, they've got something. Well, are we ready to tackle the, the, the big day? We yeah. I, just before we get to before we get to Sunday, I do want to say um, we got to see another peak and some more words from um, 
regarding um, Avatar. Yes. Um, which looks is going to be again looks amazing. Yeah, the first one was already good. You know, it took them years to make that that film, and we've been waiting years for this for the for the next uh, versions of it. And it just it's it's going to be awesome. Um, they've actually got the original return in the theaters at select theaters and select showings uh, for about a month uh, here in a couple weeks. It's going to be in theaters, so another chance to go see it on the big screen with today's technology. Be a pretty cool experience, but. Uh yeah the we got the the new movie coming out in December so you know James Cameron's going to bring the heat too oh yeah oh yeah yeah he he uh, he spoke um, at the expo um, and it's just you know this is one that for one you know people are just gen- genuinely excited for it especially because it's just a James Cameron movie but for one that took a long time to to get done again. Um, and come out and uh, just to tie it back in now to a Disney property with it. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll see a whole nother fanfare come out around, you know, Pandora at animal kingdom because yeah. of it too. Yeah. You might even see a rejuvenation of the area just cause it's kind of in its, it's in its fifth year now. So yeah, I think you'll see some, some see adi- maybe some additions to it um, or just some overlays and uh-huh. some unique, you know, things coming from those films. And, and it deserves um, it. Cause that's an incredible area of that park. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And you know, when they, when they put that, when they put that area into the park, they were, if you think about it, um, it was the first IP that they ever put in animal kingdom. Yeah. You know, like when you actually think about like a dedicated space for an intellectual property, it was the first one that they did at animal kingdom. That's very and true. so, when you built this whole land you you know kind of thinking like well how are you going to integrate this piece into the rest of animal kingdom you know like it will it just kind of will it ever really fit right like because it's like oh i'm at animal kingdom and then like oh i'm all of a sudden I'm, at, I'm in pandora and i think it works perfect i love it it's yeah it's one of those that just meshes and blends right in um i think you you get that it helps to have that river where nomad yeah. lounges kind of separate the land um and so it just it, you just start to get transported to it a little bit as you walk across that bridge and um yeah i think it's super fitting um and so i'm yeah i'm excited to see what what else comes because of that movie being released in the next series of films from mm-hmm. uh of the avatar series being released what they do to the parks yeah so and see in, in light of in light of just the pandora area itself i think what would help the fanfare with that a lot is if they extended the hours for Animal Kingdom because nighttime is when that place really comes to life. Yes. And being that, you know, on most given nights, Animal Kingdom's closed around 6, 7 o'clock. You know, during this time of the Mm -hmm. year, it's still daylight. So you don't even get to see none of the the bioluminescent stuff that they have integrated through that area, which is what makes that what it is, makes it so special. So I think if they extend hours into the darker time of the day, that would give that place a little more, a little something extra. It would. And if, yeah, if you're listening, you've never been to inside Pandora um, at Animal Kingdom at Very night. Unique. You have to. It's, 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 it's so incredible. Cool. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's another place. Like it just, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, it's, it's really cool. So it comes to life at night. Yes. Yeah. Quite literally. But yeah. So uh, speaking of the theme parks, uh, let's dive into 
uh, to the, the meat of this, uh, which were announcements around uh, the Disney theme parks uh, on Sunday with the uh, parks experience and products. Um, we <sighs> Where do we start? With uh, the, the very beginning? <laughs> well, let's go. I mean, let's. <laughs> I want to say let's this. Let's just go ahead. Um, I want to say this before ahead. we get started. Do you like they had a lot of big announcements this year? Do you think that it's a coincidence mm-hmm. that Disney kind of had a rough year that they really just brought it this year to kind of make up and tie up loose ends? I think it's a start. I mean, I think that they. I think it's a factor. Well, yeah. I mean, they're they're again. We know that we know that Chapek got extended as a as mm-hmm. CEO mm-hmm. because he's got a vision to recover the losses right and that he's you know evidently doing a good job of that uh right you know if you think back to all the losses they took in 2020 and really in 2021 still where they were they were feeling it i think you know now they they said all right well we can we still recover but where can we spend to ensure that we're still that we're going to take in more money because you announce projects you announce projects like this you've got to you've got to be able to fund it and you've got to be able to get the return mm-hmm. and they've got some big things going on not, yes. not only here in the u.s but they've got Abroad. some things internationally yeah. going and big big things so um so let's go just real quick um before we cover the things here in the u.s just to kind of recap and highlight uh things that are going on uh internationally um, yeah, so we previously got an announcement that, um, that, uh, that, um, Hong Kong Disneyland, uh, was getting a world of frozen. Um, so the first, uh, of the three frozen uh, theme areas that's going to, uh, to the Disney parks, uh, they're putting in an Arendelle, um, mm-hmm. there and, it's going to be opening next year in later later part of 2023 so that's a it's going to be huge i mean yeah. they're literally building a entire entire arendelle right uh, so um then disneyland paris uh will be the next one at um at walt disney studios park uh we'll get another we'll get the frozen land as well and then um they're going to be uh putting frozen together uh, as they redo the Disneyland hotel as well, uh, which is going to reopen in 2024. Uh, so that's, um, that's all ho- happening around frozen. Um, they're also doing at, uh, at Tokyo Disney resort, uh, frozen's, um, going to be part of the, uh, part of the, uh, build out of the fantasy, Sp- fa- sorry, fantasy Springs expansion that they're doing at, uh, Tokyo Disney sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be, that'd be pretty cool too. Cause it's going to be, um, that section is going to be a whole, whole different type of concept, um, that integrates right into the park. So it'll be basically, uh, kind of this life around this hotel that is integrated directly to the park at Disney sea, which I think is just insanely cool. Um, that's one, that's one place. That's one Disney park I think is right behind Disneyland. I, I want to go to Disney Sea. Like, is my is the next one on my list? Yeah, um, it's just it looks insanely cool, and they've got some unique things like that. And then uh, just to um, touch on uh, Tokyo Disneyland, 
um, just next door from Disney Sea. Uh, you've got uh, they're doing a, they're transforming uh, Space Mountain as yes. well there. So it's not going to be um, uh, it's not, not going to be story and... the same story and yeah, it's going to be a completely different story. Um, that's going to be they're going to be completely new uh, plaza around it, and that's going to be an extended project that goes till twenty twenty seven. But uh, but yeah, they they announced that so. And uh, want to also mention that Shanghai Disney Resort, they're bringing Zootopia to life yep. there. Yeah, uh, yeah, there you really go. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I actually seen a short yep. video of uh, them doing the finishing touches to Officer Clawhauser's animatronic. They're going to have there. Yes, yeah, that's yes. pretty sweet. It looked really it looked cool, yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a nice little yeah. addition. Yeah. So they've got that going. Um, they also announced that they've added. Uh, two new ports for the Disney Cruise Line. Uh, they added Australia and New Zealand. Uh, so first time ever for that route, which will actually go travel between uh, Fiji and Hawaii, um, some other uh, South Pacific some islands. Very unique uh, itineraries. Yeah. Uh, so uh, first time for that as well. So it just expanded that lineup. And speaking of the Disney Cruise Line, they are they announced that they're going to add a sixth ship to the fleet yep, the, the treasure yeah, the disney treasure yep and set it'll set sail in 2024 Not which is pretty now. crazy how fast like it's i mean we're literally almost i mean within two years we'll have another a, a whole nother ship <laughs> which, which is, is insane which is insane that's a lot of money disney that's a yeah. lot of money well yeah. they they are really counting on that cruise industry to come back in full swing and really statement you know well time yeah statement. And if you look, I mean, the Wish is receiving a ton of demand right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, that ship looks incredible. Uh, the finishes and everything are super, super nice uh, from the photos and videos that I've, that I've watched. And, um, you know, I, for one, am, am going to be signing up to go on that one as soon as, as, soon as, I, uh, as, soon as life, can, uh, life allows me to do so. so. Uh, but this one's going to be cool. This is going to be... Um, uh, draw some influence from Asia and Africa. And they say, uh, pay homage to, to the land of Agrabah. So we'll see, uh, yeah, how they feature Aladdin, Aladdin and yeah. Jasmine and them for, so yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, how that will, how that'll go. So, Absolutely. um, so uh, let's go before we get to Walt Disney world, which will be our biggest focus. Um, Disneyland and Disney California adventure got, a lot of a uh, lot of love, a lot of love. Yeah, so um, they're adding to Avengers Campus, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, they're adding a new attraction, a, a third attraction uh, that's going to be a, an original uh, type attraction that's going to feature Thanos. Yeah, the battle King experience. Thanos. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be. I I wonder what that's what's going to be. They didn't really go into detail like what to expect or what kind of ride and experience it's going to be but that it's just going to be you're battling so it's going to be so it's going to be post uh the battle so yeah yeah uh i'm wondering like where they're going to take the story uh to fill some timeline gaps in there yeah i would be cool too because it's it's an older thanos you know Mm -hmm. so and he's in an alternate um, reality at that point too yes yes it is yes um so also going to come into the uh, Avengers campus, uh, they're going to have 
meet and greets with Incredible Hulk. The Hulk. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally. It's going to be insane. Yes. For a limited like time. A, could you imagine just awesome. walking up and just seeing the Hulk? <laughs> like, like my childhood is like oh, coming man. to realization. Hire Lou Ferrigno <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh my god! I think it's going to be. Cool I want to see Lou. Mer- I want to see Lou Ferrigno go meet the Hulk. Oh man, that'd be out of body, wouldn't it? <laughs> Can they just both be green? That's what I want. <laughs> and then they look at each other like Spider-Man, pointing like, "I'm, I'm him. You're me. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, <laughs> me is you." Yeah. <laughs> hey, what about Disneyland Park getting Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? Yeah, they're getting. They're getting. Uh, they're getting runaway railway finally, and that's going to be part of a whole a whole um, new updated Toontown. Sir, make yep. it yeah. Toontown. Yeah, and that Which alone is, makes me want to go to Disneyland just to see yeah, Toontown. I miss that. I that's one thing that I do miss um, at Disney World. Uh, you know, we got Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and that area um, because of because of that mm-hmm. going away at Walt Disney World Resort, but in Magic Kingdom, but. Um, yeah, I, I remember going to I remember going to Mickey's house and Minnie's house and as a kid, you know, and, and not crossing that rope, you know, yep. mom didn't want me to cross that rope. Um, I just, yeah, that's, I would love to take my kids to to Toontown, you know. So, but they're going to be adding some restaurants in there as well. Yeah. And so it's going to be pretty cool. Um, that's going to be they say it's going to be done in uh, twenty four, twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. So one of the cool things that I saw about the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is it's going to have a fully interactive queue for the ride. So there's going to be things that you can do while in the ride queue. So kind of like how some of the Toy Story area is in Hollywood Studios that you'll have things you can do while in the line. So that's. I imagine too that allows them to change it at any time too. Absolutely. So that'd be pretty cool. Different experience all the time. just another thing too over um that they're doing um is at Pacific Wharf mm-hmm. they're going to change that completely t- into San Francisco uh to Baymax. so you have all big hero 6 uh inspiration there you get to meet Baymax uh you got some new spots um to eat and drink and shop which will be really cool so um I think it's going to be that would be really cool too. I I wish they would do something Big Hero Six over here. You know, like take a take a section take a section of I don't know Tokyo or somewhere in Epcot, Epcot, yeah, and transform it to to San Francisco. That'd be I think that'd be really cool. Um, and then uh, they also, of course, are getting um, their version of Tiana's. Bayou yep. Adventure. Yeah. Uh, so they're the you know uh, the Splash re-theme. Mountains. The the Splash Mountain retheme is happening at both uh, uh, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Uh, and but those it's a are continuation be, story. It's not yeah. a story that you know. So I'm very interested. Yeah, I, I was surprised that it's not going to be done until late 2024. Mm-hmm. You know, and they shared some shared some uh, models of it. And there were some budget cuts made. <laughs> well, it looks like they're gonna they're gonna take out the the infamous uh, thorny thorns yep, and trees. The thorn patch. Yeah. Um. But the the ride will be voiced by the cast, the original cast. Love that. Um. So that's gonna be pretty cool. Um. So 
Uh, you got Anika Noni Rose is coming back as Tiana, Bruno Campos and Naveen. Yep. Uh, so you got Jennifer Lewis as Mama Odie. Uh, so you'll have all of those uh, original cast members uh, to do all the voicing, which will be which will be cool. They better have um, Jim Cummings doing Ray. They've got to. Uh, Ray, Ray's got to be in there. Yeah. Go in. We gotta, down we gotta the you. <laughs> but with it being a continuation story, he did die at the end. Yes. So I'm I'm expecting him not to be in there. Spoiler alert, Justin. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, man. Well, let me spoil something else here, too. Run Disney returns to Disneyland. <laughs> uh, in 2024. You spoiled my appetite, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to run. Uh, well, Run Disney... Ryan and I both have uh, recently gained some interest in looking into doing a Run Disney event. So I've gained some weight, so I need to be interested in it. Yeah, same. <laughs> like the damn festival yeah. beers, boy, they get you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. And as soon as I finish the event, I'm going to get some festival beers in me too. Oh, you know it. But uh, but really cool. <laughs> I did not know that a Run Disney event was not held in Disneyland since I think, from what I remember, it's 2017. 2017 yeah like that yeah, is it's pretty insane right yeah so yeah it's gonna be that's gonna be fun just to have that uh reappear again there uh, of course they're doing um they've already been doing uh or redoing paradise pier hotel mm-hmm. uh so that'll be they're gonna transform that into the pixar place hotel so it can be a ton of pixar inspiration there which already is there at dca uh so uh, but they're also gonna they're also adding a ton to downtown Disney there. Uh, so I think they're just trying to to bring in more things and build it up like Disney Springs is because they yeah. I think they found something that works like Disney Springs when they mm-hmm. completed all that. So I think they're trying just to push for more like that. The great they thing is they're as, looking local. Like they're they're inviting yeah. a very famous local uh, Cuban I think it was a Cuban sandwich shop. Portos, yeah, uh, yeah, Portos into uh, into downtown Disney. So I think they they kind of took a page out of, like you said, Disney Springs in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, took a page out of their book and really are trying to capitalize on that, which I think is an awesome move. Mm-hmm. All right, so that about wraps it for California. Let's move to Florida. And Walt Disney World Resort. Where do we start? Um, (laughs) Well, let's start at what we already knew about. So we already knew about the journey of water that's inspired by Moana. That's uh, going being built currently at Epcot. Uh, We had seen some sneak uh, photos from uh, from Imagineering, and uh, during the expo, they gave us more of a full model. Uh, of uh, details of the attraction, it's going to feature uh, six over sixteen foot tall tafiti. That's amazing. Um, so it's going to be pretty cool, and they're uh, they're going to give us uh, that in uh, the new World Celebration neighborhood in late next year, twenty twenty three. So we'll be soon, you know, not not too far from now, but yep. So. I do hope that, you know, one thing that I, you know, if you recall, I think it was at the last D23 event, it wasn't the official expos, the abbreviated event, you know, when they originally showed the journey of water attraction, the idea was this like 
very water inspired, like shaded kind of mm-hmm. almost tropical environment. And what they showed at the expo this year was more just winding paths, not very, not very much shaded, just like a lot of like rock type structures. Um, so I hope my hope is, is that it doesn't become this kind of just windy, rocky path with no sun coverage and no relief. And it just, it's just another path. I wanted it to be kind of like an escape. Yeah. You know, yeah. like making it an attraction. Well, yeah, that's, a, that, that's, a, I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. Right. Like I don't want it just to be this kind of like, um, I just walk through here and that's right. all it is. Right. Like I want to be like somewhere like, Oh man, I could escape here and just stay in here. Yeah. Don't make right? it a glorified gorilla falls trail. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Honestly, that's a great, great way. Yes. to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I hope, I hope it's, you know, closer to the original uh, concept art. Yeah. So sticking with Epcot here, the man, the myth, the legend returns for a meet and greet. Figment returns by the end of 2023. Yes, sir. Yeah. That My kids are one. excited about that because they love that goofy dragon. <laughs> I think it's I think it's interesting that why do you think it's going to take so long for him to appear? It makes you wonder. <laughs> like, it makes you wonder why he left in the first place. I wonder if they tried to create like a demand for him. Because mm, here lately maybe. they have featured him in a lot of uh, merchandise. Which, you know, yeah. And I mean, he's always like the main focal point of like, you know, being the poster child for some of these festivals at Epcot. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they showcase mm-hmm. him more now than they have in the past couple of years. You're not yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've definitely, I mean, you looked at a lot of the merchandise and I mean, if you even spend like to the, I mean, he's a cult classic, right? Absolutely. And, a lot of people, I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of people out there that could care less about Journey to Imagination and care less about that attraction. But Figment as a character outweighs that attraction, right? Yeah. Like, uh, so I think for me, yeah, like he's the lasting part of it. I, so I'm thinking maybe that they may be building onto that area or like redoing some of that area to kind of feature like a specialty meet and greet area for him. And then maybe also they're developing something, you know, mechanical to like for his wings and stuff that may be a little bit more realistic, I guess you could say. And then maybe, you know, depending on how, depending on how well received that is, that might, you know, get the imagination pavilion some extra love, you know, for rejuvenation as well. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you never know. It could use. Yes, yep, it could. Yeah. It's very dated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so another thing, obviously, we that we know about over at Magic Kingdom, Tron has been being under construction. Rigorously tested. Well, it's been, yeah, it's been under construction since 2017, 20. Oh, yeah. 2017, I think, or 20, 2017 or 2018. And. Right it finally, it's finally going to open in spring of next year. Yeah, which I don't know why it's taking so long to get <laughs> this thing open, but it's finally going to open 
spring of next year. Well, along with that opening, we get the return of the Walt Disney World Railroad. I know it hasn't been officially announced, I think, but you can put two and two together. Yeah, here. I think they're trying to mesh that release together. Plus, it's you know springtime where it's kind of that lull right before summer. So I wonder if it's like a timing thing on just like trying to boost ticket sales leading into the summer months. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I it's just one of those things. Like we're tired of waiting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you know, we we just went to Magic Kingdom and got we were on the People Mover and we're completely stopped right in front of the Tron construction, and almost everything around that area was almost done yeah like it's about to be turned over you could tell that it's about to be turned over to landscaping and at that point you're not putting more machines in there right like once you start landscaping that's i mean you know that you're about to be done yep. and so apart from them adding the rest of the railroad connection which is where it kind of stops right now is right there at the tunnel underneath tron uh, you know apart from that they're pretty much done you know, they've been testing this thing, um, you know, and so, you know, they showed clips of Josh Dumaro on it. I, 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 part of me thinks that he was riding the other one in Shanghai um, and not the one at Magic Kingdom, um, but uh, for the video. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why this is not opening until spring. I, I like... I think they could easily attract people in February. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were there Saturday and we kind of, the people mover kind of slowed down as we were going by Tron. And like you said, they're they're finishing up like irrigation right now and all of the like you yeah. know, landscaping areas. Like it will not be long that they're gonna be doing cosmetic touches and Correct. what else needs to be done. But also Correct. Justin, you remember I pointed this out, there was a section of railroad tracks they were still replacing cross ties. So mm-hmm. they're still working on getting the railroad back together. So I really think that there's a correlation in the release of both of these. Yeah. So you think they're going to wait for Tron because they want to open the railroad? At the I same think they time. want that full feature. Yeah, for that whole area. And obviously, they don't want to take the guests on a railroad that's behind something that's not done either. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's just funny, you know, like they've got the people mover going right by it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We can see you. <laughs> yeah. You're not hiding. Or the Astro Orbiter. So. You can really see from that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, you get a pretty good shot from it from uh, Barnstormer, too. You so, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm kind of frustrated that it's taking this long, but I, I'm still super excited to, to ride it when it does open. So, not wrong. Um, yeah. Um, another thing that was pretty cool that was announced, um, Haunted Mansion, the Hatbox Ghost oh, is going legendary. to materialize next year. So Legendary um, move. I, that's one that I don't know why it didn't, why right. it hasn't happened until now, but yep, we're finally getting Hat, Hatbox Ghost um, over in Magic Kingdom. So, And there is no timeline um, for that, so it's just going to happen. Right. Yeah, they said in 2023, so we'll see what um what that means. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's just tri- yeah. Here, let's just put the guy here, you know, like this. Yep, <laughs> like, let's set it here, and we can. He's there, so I don't know, but 
it's just funny. It's like, it's September guys. It's September. We still have some months left of this year, right? Like you understand that, but I don't know. (laughs) Hey, logistics of theme parks. I'm obviously I don't work for Disney. So maybe there's a reason for that. Uh, What do you you guys (laughs) think about the dreamer statue reveal for Epcot? Yes. I think it's, I think it's really well done. I think it's going to be really cool to, I thought it was a cool concept when they first announced it. Um, and to see it on display at the expo, obviously not in person, but to see photos of it on display, um, it looks incredible. And I think it's, it's one of those pieces that is going to be, you know, that, that little, that beacon of, of the park, you know, just like the partner statue is, you know, it's mm-hmm. just going to, I think it's going to, 50 years from now, I think it's going to be super iconic. I think any time that they can tie in Walt Disney to the parks, it's a, it's a bombshell, you know, attraction. Especially Epcot with Epcot being like a, literally a concept that he designed. Right. Right. That's what I was going to talk to. I, I think it's going to be with the, with Epcot becoming what it is closer than it, Closer than it ever has to the original concept of that neighborhood feel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what's going to be cool about it is that it's just going to be him sitting on that bench and seeing his vision come to life. You know, that's so awesome. I think that's I think that's the the real cool part for it for me. I agree. Um, so. What about the uh, the short timeline for Harmonious already being replaced next year? It, all right. So why? Why why do they put all this stuff, all the crap in the middle of the <laughs> lake and then literally and then okay, oh you guess what guys? We only, we're only gonna have this show for eighteen months. I'm, I think I'm perplexed are, by it. I, I think they have a vision. I think there's a purpose behind it. I don't know what it is. I can't speculate on what it is. But for them to have invested that much money, time and resources into doing what they did to <laughs> the World Showcase Lagoon there has to be a reason. Yeah, nobody and, likes yeah. harmonious. <laughs> exactly. You know, well, I, I mean, mean it's good, but it's it's not illuminations. See, I think I think it was it's obviously it's a completely different type of show than illuminations right. was, right? I because it's more I mean, it's just much water show as it is fireworks mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And for that, I liked it. And I love the music. I yes, love the message behind me the music and how it's all the cultures coming together. Um, but it's just obviously the next show is going to have to utilize some of that equipment, yeah, right? Like that's hope. just too much money to to do that. As as god awful looking as they are during the day, <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. Uh, they've got to be, yeah, they've got to be using that all that uh, all those machines some for something else. We'll see. But yeah, for it to be to be one and done like this, basically, it's just. It's just really weird. And, you know, I think about it like, you know, Epcot's about to cel- celebrate the 40th. That's what I was about to say. Um, it's a weird know. timeline. But they're not going to, they're not going to change it until late next exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah. It makes so, me- like the 40th is already going to be gone. Why? Like, I don't, again, I don't understand it. I think I thought that the show was, was good. And I, especially because you, you had illuminations for years and everyone loved and it and then you yeah and then they had epcot forever which just junctioned uh you know between until illuminations and to until harmonious was ready 
And so you just had this like weird lull of like, all right, well, we just did this temporary show for basically almost a year. And then, oh, hey, surprise. Like <laughs> now we got this one that's only going to last two years. Like why? I just I don't understand. So I, I don't know. I don't know. We're not making the decisions. If they say it's going to be part of the Disney 100 celebration, uh, celebrating the 100 years of Disney itself. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I think it's the just, whole thing with Harmonious and uh, Enchantment is they were created specifically for the uh, 50th celebration. Well, thanks, Justin, for bringing us into our next topic, because I don't oh. think they were I don't think they were created for the 50th. I just think that they were flops. You're and not so yes. they've 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 hit it under the guise that they're going to bring back happily ever after. Which is fantastic. Love, are, love, love. People love this, right? We love this. They're, they're now they're not going to bring back the exact same show. Uh, uh, Justin Morrow said that the anthem will be part of the new show that they have to offer. So it'll be so, a brand new. Yeah, so uh, we're going to get a new display. Yeah, you're going to get new fireworks patterns. You're going to get. I'm assume a new. Sh- uh, projection on the castle and some other things around it uh but you're gonna you're gonna hear the anthem of happily ever after or as part of this show yeah and but yeah so that's cool but back to that point i think it, there's just flops and so they're gonna try to write it off as oh well this was just for the fifth year that's what so, i think i think it's like a, a plan yeah. b yeah exactly yeah and like we i think we already mentioned this an episode or two ago where I mean, we're just now getting into a year, not even scratching the surface of a year of enchantment, and it's already been altered twice. Yep. And, you know, yep. there's there's no coincidence there that they knew it. The, the general public it. bashed it like on upon you know the the fiftieth oh, opening day of celebration. Yeah. And then yeah. they you know tweaked some things for it, and then you know just here recently they added. Uh, some of the archive footage of Walt and Roy Disney, which was a good well, they sentiment done from the beginning. Yes, yep. yeah. But yeah. like you said, they're they're kind of just guising it as a scapegoat now. That oh well, you know, we had it just for this time period, but it's really like oh they didn't like it. Well, we could just go back to what we know they like. <laughs> exactly. However, exactly. this also opens up the door for are they really listening to us or was this already planned? Oh, they're well, they're listening. They're listening by far. They're listening, they're, but they're gonna play it off as planned there <laughs> correct correct <laughs> correct so uh, i well, call your i call it bullshit on you disney mm-hmm. well i'm thankful that they listen because happily ever after is the shit <laughs> yeah so i just can't wait for people to get to be anticipating happily ever after exactly how it was and then it's going to be different yeah. and people are going to be pissed again yeah, not I mean, gonna lie, yeah, I, i'm probably gonna be that guy it's gonna be it's gonna happen it's i'm, gonna I'm happen. probably gonna be that guy it's not going to be the same show. I just want you to be prepared for that. That's what YouTube's for. Yeah. He, I mean, Justin Mara tried to say that, uh, you know, at the expo, he tried to say, it's not going to be the same. He want, he had to say, well, yeah, it's going to be part of it because he knows that's what people want to hear, right. but it's not going to be the same show. So can't wait to see that fallout. I just appreciate um, they low key. know they, they effed up. <laughs> yes. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, it happened again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. And um, we'll uh, finish this thing off with some uh, other announcements. So 
Dino Land USA, uh, Primeval World have ri- got ripped out, uh, never reopened after the pandemic mm-hmm. closing. Uh, it was uh, ripped out um, months ago now. Sat sat as an empty uh, empty pavement uh, for months, and um, we uh, learned that that entire area is going to be ripped out. Uh, so Dinoland USA is going to become no more uh, over the next few years and be uh, be concepts of Moana and Zootopia. Honestly, love the idea. Uh, yeah. I think any pass holder that's been going to Animal Kingdom on a regular basis will tell you that that part of the park needed a refreshing like something new needed to happen well it's just the it's just part of the park that you just walk past right right (laughs) there's i mean it's mainly a kids centered area uh currently and now they're gonna have the ability to tie in you know a little bit more of the older kids along with the younger kids uh and have some stuff there for the family to really partake in together so i'm very interested to see how they pull this off uh Zootopia, it fits there. Moana, it fits there. So I mean, everything makes sense. Uh, very curious to see how they uh, how they tie it off. Especially, are they going to use uh, the attraction that's already there with the uh, the uh, Dino Land or Dino um, Dinosaur Dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I think Dinosaur is going to be gone, and they'll probably turn it into. I could see them turning it into something Zootopia. Yep. Um, that'd be the uh, closest thing yeah. because they could turn that time kind of like going around the city, you know, or sort of thing. Yeah, like the, rabbit bur- the, the rabbit burrows or something. The bunny yes, burrows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So could easily see that, um, happening. I, I am kind of like, it's weird. I feel like in, in one hand that they're blending Zootopia and Moana. Yeah. Like into kind of like, they're going to like push them into the same area, but they're going to be split different lands. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. Well, and the, honestly, the, the it's Moana funny. edition was mainly a concept, so it's not necessarily confirmed, yeah. but it's just kind of in the talks. Yeah. I mean, we'll this see. leads us to the next piece as well. Cause it's funny how they're tying in these ideas and it's Moana and, uh, Zootopia. They're, they're constantly just talking about them. So, mm-hmm. uh, they're getting they ready to build up some fanfare, there. yeah. Uh, well, again, and Canto as well is in the talks. Yeah, so one of the other ones that is the most vague uh, concept that was brought uh, to the table uh, during the expo was a um, basically a concept art of a big like what if uh, moment that maybe something could lie beyond Big Thunder Mountain. Is what they yeah, labeled a it Magic as. Kingdom so, expansion. Yeah, so uh, they they pose this as you know, and they said um, uh, this was from uh, Chris Beatty, who's the creative portfolio executive for uh, Walt Disney Imagineering. Yep, he said, um, "Brilliant guy." Quote: Imagine if we could pass over those fires in Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Maybe there's a little valley in front of us with the little town of Santa Cecilia which is from Coco and celebrating Encanto. And what if we could fly into the land of the dead with our friend Miguel, just like the Riveras also from Coco. 
that's what could be out there. So they've got some this kind of lofty idea, throw it up in the air right now. Like, well, just past Big Thunder, they could have this area that could be very much inspired with um, Mexican and Hispanic heritage, yeah. uh, paying homage to Coco. And honestly, and, I'm there for it. And, but here's the piece that, that I don't get. Then they said to to tag onto that, that it could also include a land of Disney villains. Yeah, just beyond that, like have a Disney villains area overlooking. They're pretty much going to create two different lands in this expansion. That's what it sounds like they want to maybe do. Yeah. This, Honestly, and this, again, they could both be very well received. Uh, like, yeah, great this ideas. is not a confirmed thing. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. They didn't own up to saying yes. We are doing this. This is just like we we maybe could do this. Um. So, yeah, your initial thoughts on this? I mean, Disney villains is a big market. It's a big market. You think yeah. they have their I own am, lines of clothing and and merch and pins? You name it. Like. Well, you th- well, you think of meet and greets. So you got all the adult villains. You also have mm-hmm. for the kids, the descendants. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. All of those could be all over there as you know points of interest. I think you would get more animated villains than anything here. Yeah. Probably, but yeah. But I I like the idea of the Disney villains, um, a lot more than the others. I do. I really like Coco. And I love yeah. the storyline. I love the characters, and I like Encanto. But, but I'm trying where to do they like, fit? yeah. Don't they just naturally fit in Epcot, Mexico Pavilion? I would, yeah, one hundred percent. But like, don't they just? Yeah, I, shouldn't they be there? Where would they put them? Take away the Grand Fiesta so, tour. Yeah, and put Coco there instead. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, then Kanto, <laughs> yeah. And That's then Kanto, you you would build a basically right back onto where they do that little Donald meet and greet yeah, behind the pavilion. Yeah, just make too. the casita or something there, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could see, easily do see, it because they would have to the do the casita. They would have yeah, to. Yeah, there's no oh, way yeah. they couldn't. Yeah, but see, I think they I think they fit in much more there yeah. than they do in Magic Kingdom. Completely, I agree. think Disney villains could be integrated there. the The odd thing is, is that when you think about the placement of where Big Thunder Mountain is in Magic Kingdom. Where how how do those it sits basically behind, Frontierland meets Liberty Square like and that's it. So how do how are you going to integrate another land with either that's either Coco and Encanto inspired or Disney villains yeah. inspired. So it's a very weird where transition. So would they be taking out Tom Sawyer Island and the Liberty Bell? From yeah. around there, like and, yeah, you know, that's a plausible idea. River, the rivers of America, you know, may, yeah. may, yeah. And see, I, I, here's a here's a thing I'm I'm drumming up in my mind right now, like to give the villains area its own identity. Would they create like a smaller villains castle or like a lair? I could easily see like um, Maleficent's lair, like the Evil Queen, exactly. Or you know, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And you think about like what's coming up. You got, you know, Jordan, you're about to go to the Mickey's Not So Scary event. That would be a huge yeah. oh, proponent man. for the Halloween events. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, the the villains are already all over the place there. And yeah, you right. kind of yeah. have it near the Haunted Mansion. So you kind of get that, you know. Yeah. You. I mean, yeah, you've got that so vibe. Of, 
but it's and just like imagine how you actually do that integration yeah yeah it's it's very delicate but i mean i'm here for it like if it comes to but light cool i want to see what they what they what they do with it but it's very cool that they're opening up their thought process here and letting the general public know about it because this is stuff like this is groundbreaking for disney like they don't share this kind of stuff well and like uh it makes me believe that it's more than a concept, personally, because they wouldn't have went through the trouble of an, it, like teasing it at a D twenty three expo that's that was this big this year, unless something was already like you know approved. As far as like if they wanted to do it, they could do it. Yeah. See, and a lot of people speculate that Disney had to do a response to Universal creating their new uh, Epic Universe. Yeah, Epic mm-hmm. Universe being you know the what is it their fourth gate yeah so technically so so this opens up the question that i want to ask both of you mm-hmm. do you personally feel that disney had to respond to that and why i don't uh think, yeah well, yeah because i mean that's their main competitor Go ahead, Ryan. i would say that is their main competitor and they're gonna they're, i mean they're constantly one-upping each other anyways you know like Universal got got you know the the head start on the Harry Potter land, and then Disney fired back with Galaxy's Edge. So there's always that one upsmanship going on. So I think I think that it speaks volumes that um, in the same amount of time Universal is going to complete a, th- a theme park in the same time that Disney's built Tron. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, <laughs> So when you think about it that way, Disney has to keep just pumping out stuff. See, and, um, and, I, and you bring up an interesting point there because I wanted to address this. They are just releasing an idea. They're brainstorming sessions is what they've released. Meanwhile, Universal is breaking, you know, shovels out and hitting the dirt already. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. once again, you know, they're already behind on the idea. So is this an idea that's going to take fruition? Are they going to hone in on it and like weed out the stuff that ain't going to be there and then have a solid plan? You know, who's to say the next 10 years at Disney, it doesn't completely change from what it is now. Oh, it's going to, yeah, it'll I mean, be it's going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, I'm so I'm, I'm looking at the, con- I'm this concept, right. And I actually like pulled up like a, you know, Google map of the area around it, you know, and the only way to utilize the land, because the railroad cuts right through that land too. Mm-hmm. And so you either have to make a new railroad route and, or you have to cut off, you know, basically half of the rivers of America. Um, So it just, it, you know, I, I could easily see that rivers of America going away. Mm-hmm. And because they think that, you know, uh, these IP inspired mini lands would attract more people than, you know, than the Liberty, uh, you know, Liberty Square in the in the boat. So would you expect the Liberty Bell to be disappearing? Yeah, I, I think I think they would park it. You think, think it would just would... be a standalone attraction? It would just be you know, sitting still. Yep, I think they would park it. And I think that Tom Sawyer Island would pretty much go away fair point yeah the winds have changed they're coming yeah but i think you see basically um them fill in the rivers of america and build on top of that 
I think that's the only way they accomplish this concept because then it's then you create your path um, essentially right there from um, you know where the tangled bathrooms are mm-hmm. and uh, you create your your path right there into that new land yeah and so. you could tell they're dying to get some of these new uh, movies represented in the parks. So mm-hmm. well, there's so many ideas. dated attractions. They they need it. There's Agreed. they've gone so long, and you know well, lately you, know, you notice a lot of these attractions like they're not getting the upkeep in some areas like yeah. they should. And it's a small world. It's one of the number one ones. Like I notice oh, yeah. a lot of things that need some help in that ride. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's funny <laughs> you bring that up too, Ryan, because uh, Jordan, as you know, Stitch's Great Escape is no longer in the park. Yeah, what? I don't know why we didn't get a. Right. I don't know why we didn't get an announcement about that. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you have an attraction building waiting to be filled with something. Like, why haven't we turned to try and put maybe Encanto in there and have a uh, like Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor type of thing going on with a virtual experience? Well, you can't because it's in Tomorrowland. <laughs> they don't know what Tomorrowland is right now. Because you got Tron and Space Mountain holding it down. Outside of that, I mean, Buzz Lightyear's uh, Space Ranger spin barely fits into there right now. Yeah. Everything and everything else. I mean, you got People Mover, but that's, I mean, that's it. Like, they don't know what that area is. Monsters, Inc. Laugh Lord does not belong there. And, you know, it, does, it has no place being in Tomorrowland. You know, so it's just, it's, they've got to figure this out. They've got to figure that whole area out. Um and so I think that's what they're trying to do right now before they officially announce anything to take over that building. Point. Yeah. Tomorrowland's I, B-Way I can gotta, go right now for all I care. Hey, let me ask, like, when they had that shut down and they were doing the renovations, why did they not convert that to electric? Bruh, yeah. uh, if you want to talk about Tomorrowland, right? Like, that was a great opportunity. You could convert it all to electric. It'd been the same attraction, and you wouldn't have that smog. I was about to say, you nothing says that, Tomorrowland know? like carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> that should be welcome welcome to tomorrow that should be the like billboard for it oh my god they should be knocking down tesla's doors for sponsoring that there you welcome go welcome to Tomorrowland. get your shit and get out <laughs> but yeah i mean that opens up the door for more conversation of like there's already existing show buildings that are not being utilized in the magic kingdom so why are we trying to look at untapped land versus something that's already existing there and trying to fill that? Yeah. Yeah. And I, hate, well, I hate to pick on Tomorrowland, but like even the Carousel of Progress, it's a five minute wait every day. You're, yeah. It's, I see nostalgia wants me to, for that to stay there forever. Know, me too. Because of what it is. Um, but yeah, the, and where I think I think the only thing it has going for it right now is where it's located. Yep. Yeah, you know because it's just it's on the very edge of the property, so you're not getting you're not gaining a lot if you repurpose that area. You know, it's just it's there, it's out of the way, it's not doing anything, it's not hurting anybody. So like it's just you know let's leave it alone. If you if you appreciate the if you appreciate the history behind it, you'll go to it, right? Yeah, but. If you don't, then you can just, you'll just walk right past it because you probably don't even know that it's there. Yeah. And honestly, the same could be said for Tiki Room. Oh man, I love Tiki Room. I that, do too. That needs to that that has to stay. Um, 
One of my biggest complaints about Carousel of Progress is it doesn't get the upkeep. You know, it, it to me, and I, I hate to pick on it, but it, the smell inside there reminds me of an old classroom portable from like middle well, school. It's from the 1950s, Ryan. I know. It's from the 19- but they got look how look how good soaring smells. They could integrate that technology. Oh yeah, they could they could do something to it. Hey, they they gave them new outfits though. Yeah. What more do you want? They gave them new outfits. <laughs> <laughs> they updated the wardrobes. Um, they it is a good place to go. It's a good place to go take a twenty minute nap in the AC. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, it is what it is. I think <laughs> we should start a petition for help Tomorrowland. Yes, help Tomorrowland find its identity. Yeah, I'm about to say it's missing. It's a missing persons right now. Um. Yeah. All right. I, actually, you know what? I got an I got an idea that what could fill the old Stitch's uh, Great Escape building. It actually makes a lot of sense to do something with Baymax in there. Yeah, maybe. I like, can see that. Or maybe yeah, Wally. I mean, conceptually, I, conceptually Wally? I can see it. Yeah. Wally would be kind of cool. I just, if you're going to go IP, then yeah, you've got to find some oh, an IP that is set in the future, right? Um, But yeah, I, I think that whole place just needs a whole overhaul. Yes. Like, I'd honestly be okay if they said, you know what, guys? We just had to shut Tomorrowland down for two years, and we're just going to redo the whole thing. And I say, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I can go without Space Mountain for two years. I, so. I could even see like Wreck It Ralph being integrated into Tomorrowland, just like the internet concept. Yeah, that's been Ooh, the yeah. you know that's been the the rumor mill favorite is a Wreck It Ralph um, replacing the. Uh, the Stitch is Great Escape. Could you imagine uh, area. a like Wreck It Ralph, like a journey through uh, the internet or something? Well, think of yeah. like uh, what the Cars Academy is at Hollywood Studios, something similar. I, I think it, I want it more interactive. Yeah, right. I want I, to be an I, I'm just trying to get something that's like kinda in the ballpark. I think they should take some of the things. I would literally be okay if they literally just grabbed the best rides from the other parks across the world and put them in here. Yes. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen some of the footage from like the, um, I believe it's, it's either in Shanghai or in Tokyo where they, uh, the monsters Inc ride there. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like it looks so cool. Um, but do something like take that ride and put it here. Like you're already taking Tron and putting it here. Like just go, just keep stealing rides. <laughs> And just put them all and fill Tomorrowland with those because they'll be better than what we have right now. Enough of picking on Tomorrowland. Yeah, sorry, Tomorrowland. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I, I'm excited for a lot of the announcements that, that happened uh, this past weekend uh, at D23 Expo. Um, as always, the winds of change are always blowing. And we'll um, we'll see how it starts to shake out. I'm excited but, though. It's gonna be it's gonna be a, another busy few years for Disney. I'm gonna see some new barricade walls going up and get to deal with that eyesore. But hey, you know it's it's moving forward. So you got to take it for what it is and anticipate it when it comes out. Yeah. Yep. Like I said earlier, uh, the next ten years of Disney, we're gonna see a lot of change. Yes. Uh, for them to stay. Uh, head to head with uh universal and stay hot on their heels yeah what's um 
What's one thing that you wish would have been announced that wasn't? I would say some clarity on annual passes. I, th- <laughs> I think there needs to be some clarity and some transparency on the, the Honestly, status of yeah. annual passes because yeah. I, I know they're still trying to recoup losses because they lost a lot of money in the last year and a half to two years, but with the, yeah. the amount of money they just announced that they're putting into things, I feel like some losses have been recouped because some of them were written off you know, cause, because corporate America – but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. with the amount of people that are still at the parks, which is insane, even mm-hmm. though passes have been, you know, pretty much halted, there's still a ton mm-hmm. of people buying daily tickets at 140 plus a day, plus Genie Plus, yep. plus Lightning Lane, and yep. there's money being pumped into these parks as far as from the general public. You're not wrong. I mean, we didn't get um. I don't know if this is this is the one I would say, but we didn't get any more clarity on the new DVC tower mm-hmm. right. that they're building at Polynesian. Um, so we didn't get anything from that. So you would have thought at least we would get something. And also tying into that, there's no clarity on why they haven't wrapped up the construction walls around Fort Wilderness. Yeah, we yeah we don't we still have no idea what's happening with that resort that they were supposed to build over there that's a great point so yeah it's just a construction land right now um yeah uh and we and we didn't get uh i'd probably say the 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 biggest thing that i would say we didn't get um any announcement on the other other neighborhoods at epcot Mm -hmm. the they're supposed to be building this in this this entire experience center area that's going to be kind of supposed to be kind of close adjunct to uh, the journey of water. And it's just this big kind of like pavilion that we've seen nothing since the concept art that was shown to us, I think in 2019 when they announced the neighborhood concept, we have heard nothing about it since. And so like, here we are, it's 20, almost 2023. And we don't know a single thing about this four years later. And so I, we could use it. Epcot could use it. Yeah. So uh, it's just, yeah, I, I'd say that's probably one, one of the most frustrating things we didn't get announcements on. So I think my, my, uh, my frustration is kind of tying it all in, like just updates on existing projects, like, What's their timelines looking like? Why are we canceling ones? Why are some just on hold? Why are they just not like, being talked about? Like, are you expecting people right. to just forget? Like, right. having walls up at Fort Wilderness takes away from some of the 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 atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? yeah, and yeah. What's well, a distraction? Yes, I mean, obviously, we notice it. So. You know, mm-hmm. everybody else has to. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know, Disney. We're listening. Yep, and hopefully, hopefully you're listening. So, yeah, I'm just thankful mm-hmm. that they uh, did a lot of the announcements that they did. Though, uh, looking forward to being a Disney Plus subscriber for years to come because they have a lot of good content coming. The parks are getting updated. All of them have a lot of good stuff coming. So, uh, it's a good time to be a Disney fan disney lover yeah um yeah we'll just see how it uh how it keeps shaking out before we go we'll uh we'll like to mention make sure you're following us on all the socials uh so instagram tiktok twitter 
uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube. YouTube is um, Off the Monorails podcast. Uh, all the other socials are at Off the Monorails. Go check us out there. Follow us. Uh, set those notification bells uh, so you're notified anytime we post new content. We're uh, back and forth to the parks all the time, going to different resorts, going having different meals, uh, drinks, festivals, experiences. You know, you name it, we're doing it. Um, all for uh, you to enjoy uh, and be a spectator along the way. So make sure that you are uh, following us there so you can uh, enjoy as well. So um, go follow us on all the socials. Um, go uh, support the show with uh, some OTM merch from the shop, like we mentioned previously. Um, go check that out. That would mean a lot to us. Uh, and it's just some really good quality stuff. Um, uh, all the designs are done in-house. Uh, so, uh, the designs like the skeletons or, um, the, or Sis toys, those are all hand drawn. Those are, those are us designing them for you. So we, we come up with, with original concepts and throw them out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we appreciate it. Um, just go rock it. It'd be really cool. Uh, if you, uh, and if we run into you rocking it, uh, or if you want to rock it and send us a picture, tag us on Instagram anything like that, that'd be really, really cool too. Um, you can also support us by buying us a coffee. Uh, there's a support link in the episode description or on our website. If you just mm -hmm. click that support button, it takes you to our buy us a coffee page. Uh, and by buying us a coffee or two, uh, you help us do more things like going to Disney and covering different things. It goes uh, a long so, way. Yeah. So uh, every bit helps. Uh, so don't think that it doesn't. Um, but if you, if you are, uh, if you are, you feel led to do so, um, your generosity does not go unnoticed. So we, we sure do appreciate uh, that. Uh, and also while you're in the episode description, be sure you take time to check out some of our affiliates. We got some great brands and companies that we, uh, that we are working with, uh, especially mentioned Electricity Roasting Co. Uh, you can get 20% off your first order uh, with them using the code OTM Coffee 20. That's OTM Coffee 20. Uh, just click the link, apply it at checkout, 20% off. Fantastic coffee. Their harvest roast is now out for the mm -hmm. season. Oh man, let me yes, tell you, sir. it so, is that time. Go get your hands on that. Um, go check out the rest of the companies as well. Got some great stuff there for you. So go check it out, and uh, we would appreciate that as well. Uh, gentlemen, anything else before we check out? Nah, man. I think we unpacked a lot tonight. Uh, just be keeping our ears to the ground listening for more information coming down the pipeline yeah i mean there, there's a lot more that we didn't get to cover but uh we just wanted to bring some of the highlights forward from d23 expo and all the announcements there uh but otherwise yeah i think uh i think we covered it pretty well yeah if you'd like to see a recap of any of the announcements uh, just go check our twitter at off the monorails uh we've got a bunch of uh retweets and pins there for a bunch of the announcements that were made over the past weekend at D23 Expo. So go check that out. Uh, you read up some more details on it. I may see some of the photos and things like that that were posted. Uh, so check that out uh, at Off the Monorails on Twitter. And until next time, we'll catch you there. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Yeah.